It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. The Auburn Tigers stay undefeated. Let's talk about it. This is happening in Auburn, Alabama. It's a, we're a football school, but we're also an everything school. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much making Locked on Auburn your first listen every single day. I'm solo today recapping Auburn's 93-66 to 66 win over Colgate, the toothpaste. I think the big picture here, the big picture takeaway, is you go into this game without Jalen Williams, and it's like, okay, how is this team going to respond with one of their guys that can kind of do a little bit of everything? Right, Jalen Williams so far this year, he, he's been able to score down low. He's gotten hot from three and also a very valuable defender. Can defend three through five, maybe two through five, depending on the matchup tonight. He probably could have defended two through five, which is which is great, which is extremely valuable. And I think you saw a few different guys step up in his stead, right? You got 20 plus minutes from Alan Flanagan. He, he led the team with 27 I think he impressed me the most of all the players tonight. Probably a very efficient five of seven from the floor. Uh, he led in plus minus, I believe. No, not quite. Yohan did. But still a, a very solid 12 points for Alan Flanagan. Doing kind of the things that you would anticipate Jalen Williams, what he would have done had he played. Just doing a little bit of everything. So props to Alan Flanagan. Two of three from three, five of seven from the floor. I thought that was absolutely outstanding. And look, Wendell Green, we all said this for weeks. You know, the first few weeks of the season, it's like, okay, these guards, they've got to get a little bit more efficient from scoring from behind the arc. We're starting to see that come together. Daryl, my normal co-host on these shows, he's always like, if you can just get 30, 30% from three, what can this team do? They shot... 10 of 22 from behind the arc. That's over 45%. They were much hotter in the first half than the second half. And I think that's uh, I think that's exactly what you want. So this was a good win. This was a good win. I don't think it's as good of a win as some people are going to. I was listening to the pregame show, um, Andy and Brad talking about it when I was driving home. And they were really talking up Colgate. I don't think Colgate's that good of a team. They're like one. They're like in one twenty, I think, in Ken Palm. They'll probably drop tonight. They were a very good. Uh, they're a very good three point shooting team. I don't think Colgate's that good. It may end up being a quad two win, 
I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a quad three win. This isn't going to be a win that we're talking about. And I think some people were kind of thinking that this game, because they're so good offensively, Colgate going into this game was scoring like 81 points per contest, which is cool. And that's one of the questions that Andy asked Sonny going into it. It's like, how many points does Auburn need to win? And I would have told you, and all of you guys joining us live, like, I don't think anybody would have thought that Colgate was going to score anywhere close to 81, their average in this, right? I mean, this is a team, but they were 5-4 and four going into this. Like, Colgate's not a good team, but we kind of, like, the, the storylines made us kind of feel like it was. Um, yeah, Sam saying that was a bad defensive team, though, Zach. There's no question. There's no question about that, Sam. I 100% agree with you. But still, like, you get you, you play who you play. Like, I, I get that argument, but... Um, there's going to be some people that I think actually like this is a really big win because Colgate's so good from behind the arc and, uh, they were good from behind the arc tonight too, I believe. Yeah. They were eight of 18, 44%. Um, that's pretty strong. And so like, I don't think we defended that super well. Auburn entered this game as the fourth best team at all of college basketball at defending the three. You got to think they'll drop a little bit after this game tonight. Um, but still a win is a win and you did it without Jalen Williams and you saw different guys step up and just once again, we can't stress enough. The scoring is becoming more and more efficient. Auburn shot 55% from the floor. And I don't care if you do that against Colgate or actual toothpaste or Arkansas in several weeks. You're going to win. Auburn will win those games because their defense is just so, so good. Um, Sam also says KD did shoot really well, but he was open for about half of those shots. So a few things about KD. KD had a good game, right? He was five of nine from the floor. He was four of five from three. Are you kidding me? Anytime KD Johnson or any of these guards go four of five from three, Auburn's probably going to win the basketball game. In 18 minutes, he scored 16 points. He shot it nine times. What else do you want from Katie Johnson? Also can make the argument he should have had the chance for two more points because he got hammered on that final play, those final moments of the first half, and we're just acting like that wasn't a foul. Like that was the most ridiculous no call we've seen probably this season. Probably this season. I mean, that was tremendously bad, like catastrophically bad. Um... So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I, I think KD, that may have been one of the better games I've seen KD have in a while. That's probably KD's best game of the season, I think. Um, I don't care how he gets the points. He got the points. And so that's, that's what we need more of. That's what we need more of from all of the guards. Wendell, five of eight. You take that. What did Zep do? One of three. He made that three-pointer three in, the, I think that was in the first half, which is great. Um, a lot of you guys are talking about the broadcast. That was awesome. Props to ESPN Plus and the SEC Network Plus for just grabbing Auburn's feed and hearing Andy. And even like during the halftime show and the timeouts, you were just seeing what was happening in Auburn Arena. Um, I assume that had to do... I assume that's because this is just kind of like a little peek behind the curtain. War Eagle Productions, there's two control rooms. 
And so you use one for like the linear broadcast for the ESPN side of it that goes to ESPN Plus or ESPN or ESPN2, whatever it may be. And then you can use another one. And they, they both can be used for whatever. But tonight, there's Super 7 stuff happening at Jordan-Hare. So one of the control rooms had to be used to control the Jumbotron in the football stadium. So I bet the other one, they had to also control the scoreboard, the Jumbotron in Auburn Arena. And so I think they just had to sh- broadcast to ESPN Plus what was going up to the video board. I think that's why that happened. Just a guess. I worked there my senior year, and I, that's my understanding. Let's say change how it worked. So um, there you go, if people care about that. I like that stuff. Um, all right, we're talking about the freshmen in the chat. So I'm assuming that's Treyor and Westry. Treyor definitely had more moments, right? I've been begging for him to be like, okay, I want to pay attention to you. Perform at a level where I cannot ignore you. And we're getting there, right? In his 18 minutes, he shot the ball four times. He made three of the four shots. The only one he missed was the three, the single three that he took. Uh, I'll take that. I'll take that. His five rebounds, he had two assists. He had a block. Okay. I'll take that every single night from Yohan Treor. Um, the Chance Westry, kind of a similar line, He except he shot it a ton more. Uh, inefficient night from Chance. But 18 minutes, he shot it 10 times. He only scored eight points. When you score less than the total amount of shots that you have, that's not a good sign. It was four of 10 from the floor. So, but we talked about this a few weeks ago, right? Like we kind of want Chance Westry, especially when we're playing lesser opponents. We want Chance Westry to be a little bit more selfish with the basketball. Just shoot through it. Adapt to the college game. I think everybody's going to be okay with Chance Westry taking more shots, even if they're not falling right away. Because Why? We know they're going to. We know that they're going to heat up, and Chance Westry is going to be better than a 4 of 10 scoring 8 points. How many of those th- were threes? Okay, he only shot three threes. It was 0 of 3. So, like, if he makes one of those, it totally changes how his stat line looks. So, they'll fall. They'll fall over time. Um, seeing comments about Janai, we'll talk about Janai in just a second. So, Auburn was a... 13 and a half point favorite due to our friends are on our friends at uh, bet online bet online is the best place to wager on all of your sports action our friend Lindsey crosby would say good teams win but great teams cover if you took auburn on our friends at bet online you made some money tonight so be sure to check out our friends at bet online bet online is where the game starts it's kubota orange day shop the year's best selection of kubota tractors zero turn mowers and utility vehicles including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, Janai Broom. He had moments. In his 22 minutes, 6 of 13, scored 13 points. He misses only three. Here's here's my thing with Janai. He went to the charity stripe four times. He scored once. We want that to be a little bit better. But defensively, I mean, his presence defensively is what you want. He had four steals. He had two blocks. Delicious. Absolutely delicious game for Janai Broom. Broom and Cardwell were on fire tonight. Cardwell's been so solid. 
He's been such a solid player for this team. And I thought he would have a role similar going into the season. I thought he would have, would have a role similar to what we saw him do as a backup guy to Kessler, right? Just kind of spell him for a few minutes. Say, okay, all right, play until Janai's ready to go back in and, you know, just hope that you did enough. But he has been such a solid player on this team. This is a Dylan Cardwell stat line. It's what he did Friday against Colgate. Nine points in 18 minutes, which isn't flashy, but he was four of four from the floor. He went to the free throw line. Uh, he, he was only one of two there. But he had six rebounds. All of them were defensive. He had an assist. And he had three blocks. I think that's what we're going to get from Dylan Cardwell consistently throughout the year. Which I think is more than a lot of us would have guessed going into the season. But holy cow, I will absolutely take that. So props to Dylan Cardwell for all of that. But as Auburn sits here undefeated... You're going to hear a lot of people, because Auburn doesn't play again until next Saturday in Atlanta. They play Memphis. Probably the best team they'll play so far this year. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how they relate to St. Louis, but it may be a better resume builder because it's away from Auburn Arena. So probably the most important game so far of the year. I'm curious to see kind of the narrative that follows this team until that point, because you're still hearing it, right? When you talk about anything good, with Auburn basketball, what's what what's the main thing you hear, guys? What is it? Well, they haven't played anybody. But you look around college basketball and you see teams like Arizona losing to teams that are way worse than them. Auburn is taking care of business night in and night out. And even when they're not playing super well or they're playing good teams that are a little probably underrated like a St. Louis, or they struggle on nights when they're playing the, you know, the Cancun Challenge Championship against Northwestern and they score 43 points, still finding ways to win. Right. They can poke and say, oh, my goodness, you know, this team's got so far to go. Still, they're finding ways to win more than most teams in all of college basketball. So just keep that in mind, because um, I think we're going to hear that a lot over the next week or so, because you're starting to see more and more of those graphics like these are all the undefeated teams left. You're going to see more and more of that because that list is going to get smaller and smaller and smaller. But Auburn will probably be there for a few more weeks, which is exciting. Ben says, that may have been the best game of the year so far. I'm assuming you mean like as far as execution, not entertainment. Because that St. Louis game was pretty incredible. But yes, uh, as far as execution, I'm there with you, man. I'm there with you. I mean, this Auburn team just did a lot of stuff that we've been wanting it to do. Solid movement on the offensive floor, uh, offensive side of the floor. You saw a bunch of different guys getting in defensively as far as steals. Auburn had 10 steals. Eight blocks. I assume they out-rebounded by a ton. Let me pull that up. Not as much as I thought. They only out-rebounded 39 to 33. Not as much as I thought. It felt more dominant than that. But regardless, I'm with you, Ben. That was a great, great game for our Tigers. And look, if you can score 50 points and a half, you're probably going to win. And they didn't get to 50, but they were dang close both times, 47 and 46. With the way this team plays defense, if Auburn scores 80 in a game, they're probably going to win just because of the way they play defense. And for folks joining us, mentioned Colgate was averaging 81 points per contest going into this, and it's like there's no way they're going to get 
to 81 tonight against these Auburn Tigers. So a lot to like about that. Um, this is an interesting comment. Auburn Blue says, kind of weak that Freeze wasn't in Neville Arena tonight. So much for introducing him to the students. Yeah, he's uh, our guy's out recruiting, which is awesome. You're seeing pictures on social media posted by recruits that are like, yes, Hugh Freeze is here. I'm talking to Hugh Freeze. The Auburn head coach is actually in my living room talking to me. So uh, I, I think we're okay with that. We will have plenty of time to introduce him there. Yep, Steve's saying the same thing. Steve is saying the same thing. Auburn Blue, he is busy out recruiting. Got plenty of time for his intro. Exactly. Exactly. I, I 100% agree with you there, Steve. But still, yep, yep. Any more thoughts on tonight's game, guys? I want to hear your thought. <laughs> yes, Ben, your comment is correct. Uh, all right, so at halftime, I put up a poll. Who is your MVP for Auburn versus Colgate? We've been kind of doing this every game. It's been fun. I listed Wendell Green, Katie Johnson, and Alan Flanagan. Um, Katie Johnson's winning by a lot right now. He's doubling up everyone else. So it's not surprising. Katie Johnson had a really good game. And I was very concerned at the end of the first half when he was down because it looked like he was hurting. Um, and at first I thought it was his knee because he was like moving his legs around. And then he was like holding the back of his head. I think he just hit the back of his head on the, the ground. But I guess it wasn't a concussion or anything. Surely they checked him for that or, you know, I mean, he was playing well in the second half, so he seems okay. So um, that's good. That's good. Um, cool. Anybody else have any thoughts on who should be MVP of tonight's game? Tyler says a consistent KD makes us a much better team. Yeah, there's no question about it. There's no question. I mean, if any player on this team goes four or five from three, Auburn's probably going to win, but if it's Katie Johnson, yeah, there's no question about it, man. I mean, the fact that Alan Flanagan went five of seven and Katie Johnson went five of nine, I mean, that's just more efficient than we've kind of expected those players to be. So that was awesome. Um, the ladies just won in volleyball. Awesome. Where you go to that? Where you go to that? I'm not going to go much longer, guys, but if there's certain topics you want us to hit on in regards to tonight's game, let me uh, let me know. Let me know. But I, th the biggest takeaway to me is, okay, Jalen Williams missed time with an illness, and this team still looked good. Played one of their best, uh, as we've discussed several times with several comments here in the live chat. Probably their best game of the season, and they did it without probably their second or third best player. I feel comfortable saying that. So you like that a lot. What was Wendell's stat line? Sure. He was five of eight from the floor, two of four from three. He had two rebounds, four assists, a block and a steal. His plus minus in 22 minutes was 14. So you take that. Yoan's plus minus in 18 minutes was plus 22, which is ridiculous. Um, Westry's was plus 16, which is kind of cool because his he wasn't super efficient. So you, you, you love to see that. And Dylan's was plus 18 in 18 minutes. So you absolutely love to see that. AU for life, uh, you weren't able to watch. How did Trey Ordu? Yeah, he um, eight points, three or four from the floor. An efficient night. 
Um, had some defensive moments that were certainly memorable. Um, as we mentioned earlier, he had a block. Um, I thought he had a steal, but I guess he didn't. He had two assists. I mean, he's becoming a better basketball player. By the end of the season, Yoan and uh, Chance are going to be fun. Gosh, they're going to be fun players to watch. There's no question. What was the team three-point percentage? 45? Yeah, 45.5%. Which if Auburn does that, they're, they're not going to lose a game, right? But that's I don't know how sustainable that is with this roster. Let's just be honest here. Um, cause they went through about a year ago at this time, they were doing this right when they did the hoops giving thing in Atlanta last year, they were shooting well. And I think it was KD in that game that stepped up. So we'll see. I think we're going to see all kinds of versions of this team, the team that we saw not as drastic as the Northwestern game, but earlier in the season when they're shooting like 20%, like you're going to have those nights, right? As close as you can get to averaging a little above 30, I would happily, happily take that. Uh, Sam asked, where's our first loss at, Zach? That's a fun question. I don't think it's next week at Memphis. Hold on, let me pull this up. I don't think it's next week at Memphis. Who do we play after Memphis? Georgia State. That's a win. We go to USC. I feel like that's a win. They they've lost several games they should not have lost this year. Washington, I don't think Washington's doing so well. Then you ho- you start SEC play December twenty eighth Wednesday night. The Gators come to town. I think that's a win. You go to Georgia, that's a win. Arkansas, the first Saturday game of the new year, January seventh. You host Arkansas. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Do you guys think Auburn beats Arkansas at home on January 7th? I'd love to know y'all's thoughts. They right now look like the best team in the SEC. <coughs> if Auburn could beat them at home, that'd be huge. You go to Ole Miss. I feel like Auburn always plays poorly at in Oxford. You got State at home. You go to LSU. Then you go to South Carolina. That back-to-back's tough. Maybe it's one of those if you can beat Arkansas at home. Yeah, Arkansas's in the jungle, Sam. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. So, Auburn's ridiculously good at home. And, man, if they do that, if they pull that win off, they're probably a top-10 team. That's probably what propels you because this Auburn team's going to have the record, right? Like, they're going to be, what, 15, 16-0 at that point? It's all about the, can you get a quality win, finally? And uh, I think as soon as they get one of those, about okay, yeah, put them in the top ten. So that that'd be huge. Yeah, the student section will be live for that Arkansas game. Yeah, there's no question about it. That'll be lit, as the kids say. Um, all right, so y'all feel good about the Arkansas game. So if it's that, if it's that, if we beat Arkansas, uh, I'm very cautious, Ole Miss and Oxford, just because of history. And so I will say either. At LSU on January 18th or a few days later at Columbia for the South Carolina game. I will say it's one of those two. Just because two road games in a row in the SEC is tough. I'll say it's one of those. Because I'm with you. I think we'll beat Arkansas at home just because it's at home. I don't think we're better than Arkansas, but I think we can beat them at home. Yeah, show up four hours before the game kind of night. 
yeah, you, you may see you may see students camp out again. I mean, just because it's going to be that big of a game, there's no question about undefeated going to Arkansas. I feel yeah. I think the only thing standing in your way for being undefeated going to Arkansas is Memphis next Saturday and going to Washington. Right? We're not worried about USC, are we? Let me make, let me double check on that USC. As they're playing for a Pac-12 championship of football right now. I'm the only person in the world Googling USC. Yeah, they're not good, guys. They're Yeah, they're not a good basketball team. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm standing by that. It's either you got to beat Memphis next Saturday, which you should do. I mean, it's going to pretty much be a home game for Auburn. And then, yeah, you got to go to Washington, which Washington's not great. I just think you're going a long way, and you're going a long way against USC, but Washington's a little bit better than USC. That's that's all. The Pac-12 tour, it is what it is. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Ashton says, man, did Chance and Janai look good tonight? Yeah. Yeah, they did. They did for sure. And they did it without forcing it, right, Ashton? I think that's what's so cool about it, is they, they both put up lines that are perfectly, you can execute them again. I don't know if I want chance shooting 10 times every night, but in games like this where you've got a lead and control of the game, I'm certainly cool with him doing that. Shooting 10 times and getting eight points isn't ideal. It's not great. But I don't think chance is going to consistently shoot 40%. I think that's going to go up, as we mentioned earlier. And then, uh, yeah, Treyor, three of four scoring eight points. Yeah, yeah, you take that. Every single bit of it. Uh, CU is the best team. In the Pac-12. Colorado. Yeah, they had that big win over Tennessee. They had another top 10 win, didn't they? Or top 15 win? Because I was joking with our... We have uh, a national Lockdown College basketball show, and I was telling them, like, hey, one of your segments seems to be like, does Colorado have the best resume in college basketball? They don't now, but I think at the time you could have made the argument, which is funny. Um but yeah, no, I I think Auburn's in a good spot, guys. I think it's in a good spot. And some of that, too, is stuff that like Auburn doesn't even have anything to do with. I mean, all right, so we've gone through the schedule through January 21st. But after that, like you host A&M, you go to Morgantown for the West Virginia game, that Big 12 SEC Challenge thing, which Auburn's done pretty well in that. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. I'm not going to act like I know anything about West Virginia. But then you host Georgia. And then you go to Knoxville, which is tough, and the end of the season gets tougher. But I just think you're going to be halfway through SEC play, and Auburn's going to be at 20 wins. And it's like, all right, we're we're in a really, really good spot. The thing is, it's like the seeding for the tournament is going to be like the last three games of the year. You finish the season at Lexington, at Tuscaloosa, and then you host Tennessee again. Like those last three games are probably going to dictate who the top four seeds are. Probably. Um, there's a chance Arkansas locks it up and maybe has theirs done, but goodness gracious, those last three games are going to be huge. Um, Mark says his team passes so well. Fun to watch. I agree with you. I agree with that 100%. I wish we saw it more consistently. Mark, I mean, it seems like they go into some possessions and they're like, all right, we're going to really focus on ball movement. And then the next possession, it'll be like, all right, let's just force something. It's usually a guard. 
And sometimes it works, and that's just Bruce Pearl's style of offense, which there's nothing wrong with that. But that's just kind of it is what it is. Ashton's uh, just got on. Who is your MVP? I agree with, or I assume y'all are still voting for KD. Yeah, KD's still winning. Uh, I'm going to go with KD Johnson. I mean, anytime somebody goes four or five from three, I don't even think there's a conversation to be had there. So, yeah, Ashton, thanks for hopping on, bud. Really appreciate it. Tyler, is Bama going to continue their trend of beating top five teams and losing to terrible teams a week later? Kind of seems like that's their thing, right? But also, Bama's schedule, like, strength of schedule is ridiculous. Like, they're playing top 10 teams, like, every other day. Um, so, I mean, they're going to get plenty of wins. They just have more opportunity for them. Which is a strategy, right? We, we saw Bruce Pearl. You, this is probably the weakest non-con schedule we've had in a long time. Bruce is usually all about that, too. Um... So we'll see. I mean, it's what gets you in the tournament. So I think it's smart. Good on them. Early predictions for the SEC tournament, Ben asked. I think I think I agree with the media. For media days, they had Auburn as like the fourth team. I think Auburn's goal should be just to get a top four seed. So you get that double buy. Right now, I think Arkansas is better than Auburn. I think Kentucky will be better than Auburn by the end of the year. Tennessee, I'm not quite sold on yet. To be fair to them, though, I like only have watched them in their games that they've lost. So, <laughs> I, I mean, that, that's unfair to them. Um, I haven't seen them like when they actually beat somebody. And when I was looking at the USC schedule, they apparently took it to USC. Like, I didn't watch that game. So, um, we'll see. I'm a little lower than I probably should be on them for that reason. But, I think I think it's going to be Arkansas and Kentucky in a tier. And then I think it's going to be Auburn, Tennessee, and Alabama in a tier kind of fighting for those seeds. Put in the comment in the live chat, one through four, who do you think your top four seeds in the SEC will be? I'm interested. I bet I bet they're similar. I bet a lot of us agree. We may disagree on the order, but I bet a lot of us agree on the top four teams. The KD pass to Dylan was minty. Yes. Minty and fresh, my friend. Sam asked, what is Zepp's role on the team this year? He isn't playing the one anymore. He doesn't shoot the ball in the two. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think Zepp was a point guard, but his defense is so good they put him on the floor. I'm with you. Like, your starting shooting guard should shoot it more than three times. And, like, that's not... Zepp's a good scorer, but he's so, like... He's so smart at the game of basketball. His basketball IQ is ridiculous. And you you guys know, I have Zepp on my show every week, and we just chit-chat afterwards. And the guy is just so smart. He's so intelligent. And, you know, you'll ask him, like, why certain things happen this way, and he'll really be able to... To, to break it down. The guy knows ball. So I just kind of give him the benefit of the doubt when he doesn't shoot it three times. I assume it's because he's passing it to someone else to kind of help the offense grow. That's just, I think he's earned that as benefit of the doubt. He didn't have any assists, but 
and just two rebounds. But his plus minus is always solid. Like the team's good when he's on the floor. So we'll see. Yeah, I've seen a few more comments, Blake. You, you, you mentioned the volleyball team advancing. That is huge. Looks like they beat a four seed. I admittedly haven't been following it, but congrats to them. How cool. How cool is that? Carrying the mantra of everything school. That's awesome. Brody, hello. Thanks for joining us, boss. Really appreciate you stopping by. Guys, that's going to be it. Uh, we'll go a little shorter than normal since it's just me. Um, but yeah, War Eagle. Always fun breaking down a win. We will have uh, some more thoughts on uh, on this game in written form at auburndaily.com. That is my website. A uh, really great way to uh, to support what I do is checking out uh, that website and everything that Lance Daw, Jeremy Roebuck, um, Lindsey Crosby, those guys are, are putting out about this basketball team. So, hey, if you're in here, please like this video. Please subscribe to the channel. We passed 8,000 subs last week, which was really, really cool. Thank you guys so much for that. And we'll, uh, we'll be back Monday morning as Lindsey Crosby will join me. We'll talk about Hugh Freeze. Maybe we'll have some offensive and defensive coordinators by then. We'll have to see. But thanks for stopping by, guys. This has been Locked on Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 